Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. Let me uh, return just for a couple of minutes to this uh, new research from the folks at Gallup about Americans' attitude towards the Bible. Now, um, the way the the way the question was worded is confusing, and you'd think that the folks at Gallup would know better. Now, what do I mean? Here's what people were asked in this poll. Now, again, the bad news is only 20% of Americans that were polled said that they believed that the Bible was the actual word of God. Now, how did Gallup come to that conclusion? Respondents were asked, quote, which of the following statements comes closest to describing your views about the Bible? And here are the three statements that they could choose from. Number one, the Bible is the actual word of God and is to be taken literally word for word. Number two, the Bible is the inspired word of God, but not everything in it should be taken literally. Number three, the Bible is an ancient book of fables, legends, history, and moral precepts recorded by man. Now, here's my problem with the questioning. I would imagine... Now, hey, listen, I've made my position very clear. I believe that the Bible is the inspired, infallible, and inerrant Word of God. It is the actual Word of God. All right? Now, I would hope that most of you would agree with that. Maybe not, but I would hope that most of you would. The second response says, the Bible is the inspired Word of God, but not everything in it should be taken literally. I would imagine that a whole bunch of people who believe as I do, that the Bible is the inspired and fallible in their Word of God, would say, well, yeah, I mean, the Bible talks about the sun rising. Well, the sun doesn't rise. Uh, the Bible talks about the four corners of the earth. Well, the Bible's not flat and it's not square. What many people do not understand is that it is absolutely proper to take the Bible literally, word for word, as the actual Word of God, unless it is absolutely clear that the Bible is speaking in symbolic language. We still refer to sunrise and sunset. You look up any meteorological uh, chart for Columbus, Ohio, and uh, type in sunrise, and you will see a lengthy chart of when the sunrise is every day and when the sunset is. Now, the sun does not rise, and the sun does not set. The earth is rotating, and the earth is in an orbit 
around the sun. So is can we take literally sunrise, sunset? No, of course not. Uh, we often hear why that reaches to the four corners of the earth. That's symbolic language. And the Bible uses it. So I think, I hope, that the wording is confusing, and a whole lot of people that actually believe the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God said, yeah, I agree with the Bible is the inspired Word of God, but not everything in it should be taken literally. The problem is, the left-leaning liberal Protestant would agree with that as well. The Bible's the inspired Word of God, but not everything should be taken literally. Now, to them, it would mean creation, the flood, uh, the miracles in the Old Testament, the miracles of Jesus. Yeah, the Bible's inspired, and it is the Word of God, but you can't take it literally. I mean, we can't really believe that there was a worldwide flood, and we can't really believe that Adam and Eve were real people. So I really believe that many people who actually believe that the Bible is the actual Word of God replied in the affirmative to the second statement rather than the first which says, again, the Bible is the actual Word of God and is to be taken literally word for word because they were afraid that they would be characterized as some kind of loony radical who uh, does not understand symbolic language and so forth. So, and again, you would think that the folks at Gallup would have a better understanding of Christian terminology. But I have a feeling that it was intentional to uh, skew the results away from those who believe, as you and I do, yes, the Bible is the actual Word of God and is to be taken literally word for word. Uh, when it was broken down, evangelical born-again Christians Only 40% considered it to be literally true. 51% says, yeah, it's inspired. But again, I think that many of those people were confused. Um, Yeah, I won't get into all the other details. It, It breaks down into denominations and so forth. Here is the reality, however. Regardless of the fact that I think it was worded terribly, And because of that, the results would be very skewed and probably not dependable. There is still a growing suspicion about the authority of the Word of God. And there has never been a time when evangelical Bible-believing churches should be sounding a clearer clarion call to their congregation and to anyone who will listen. The Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God, and it is there that we will find the answers to our personal issues, family issues, 
and the things impacting our country. All right, we've got uh, Al in Westerville. It's Friday, Al. Welcome. Thanks for calling. Greetings, Bob. Greetings, Al. The hot rods are in town, so there's plenty of hot rods, cool-looking cars driving around the roads here in central I know. I I love this weekend. I really do, because, as you know, I'm a car guy, and I love seeing those cars around town. I really do. (laughs) You and me both. You and me both. I want to talk to you about the pounding of the tom-tom. Uh-huh. Uh, they seem to be beating the tom-toms louder and louder in Washington and in Europe, in, in Brussels, at NATO headquarters. And I don't think they want to uh, beat the tom-toms in um, Moscow or Beijing. Well, I'm not sure about Beijing, but I don't think they want to beat them too loud in uh, Moscow. What I'm talking about, uh, about, most people do not know, but we've been moving troops into Western Europe, into Poland for the past four, uh, five months, ever yeah. since. Uh, uh, right now, the troops strength is now about uh, 110,000 that they've moved from the United States over into Europe. Uh, that's about 10 infantry divisions, give or, t- give or take. And the American infantry divisions, about 10,000 people, give or take. And the sad part, uh, part is, it seems they just want to keep pushing and pushing. Now, I, ha- I have no love lost for Vladimir Putin. Uh, I spent a good part of my life as one of the people fighting against global communism. But but we don't want war. We don't want war. No one wants war. No one wants the push-button war. If you want to see the push-button war, watch Dr. Strangelove, watch Failsafe, all those, and it all ends badly. Hey, Al, just real quick, because we're going to run out of time, but you are very, very well connected to our military, and you have contacts in the highest realms of our U.S. military, uh, if if those in our military were asked, were we closer to the prospects of a nuclear war under Donald Trump or Joe Biden, what would you hear? Actually, we were closer to a nuclear war in 1983 under Ronald Reagan. We came within a whiskers. Well, that's true. Yeah. All right, and and Kennedy too, but Trump or Biden, which one do you think they would say? Unfortunately, the current occupant of the White House, because the current occupant of the White House is the current occupant of the White House, and with all his foibles and problems, and the number two in the country is a laughing stock around the world, and it's going to end badly. The only the only saving grace we have, gotta hurry. Uh, we have, we have adults in the Pentagon. The adults are in charge. The children okay. are at sixteen hundred, <laughs> and, and, and at Capitol Hill. All right, Al. Thanks. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Always appreciate you your comments and uh, your expertise. Now, I'm. I. What do I know? 
But I really believe that we are more at risk with a full-blown war with Russia now than at any time that Trump was in office. Uh, For many reasons. All right, we'll be back. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Well, we now have a 511-page report from U.S. Customs and Border Protection Office on the actions of the uh, Border Patrol agents that were on horseback. Remember that? Remember that? The video that went viral, that went crazy. Uh, President Biden, Maxine Waters, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, uh, a whole host of liberal politicians, as well as a whole host of mainstream media uh, analysts said they were whipping those Haitian immigrants. Remember that? There was a large group of Haitian immigrants trying to come into the country illegally. Uh, The Border Patrol, in order to control the massive crowd coming into the country, uh, got on horseback, which horses are used for crowd control often. They're used here in Columbus. In fact, almost every major city in America has horseback patrol or whatever. Uh, So... The president said they're going to be punished. I promise you they were whipping them. Maxine Waters said they were being whipped like slaves were being whipped. Remember that? You remember that? Well, it takes 511 pages to come to the conclusion, yeah, no, nobody was whipped. None of the agents on horseback whipped any of the illegal immigrants. No whipping. So the agents are cleared, right? Oh, no, 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 no. They're, no, they're still going to be punished. Wait a minute. Um, they, were going, they were going to be punished because they were whipping people like they used to do in the slave days. That's what the president said. Now that the government report, 500... 511 pages. Only the government can do that. Conclusion, nobody was whipped. Nobody, no, no, not even one person was whipped. So again, well, that means they're all clear. Well, no, because they acted inappropriately. And at least one of the agents on backpack, on back, on horseback, pardon me, used bad language. No, I'm not making that up. Now, I don't like bad language, but remember, this is the president when he was vice president that used shocking profanity often? Yeah. They acted inappropriately. They, uh, at least one of them used bad language, and um, so they're going to be disciplined. How are they going to be disciplined? Uh, we don't know. It uh, it doesn't tell us. 
But again, ultimately, why are they going to be disciplined? Because the President of the United States said they had to be punished. But the President made those statements before he knew any of the facts. Nothing. He knew none of the facts. None. When he made those statements. Mm, Yeah, that's very true. So you would think that maybe the president should be punished. Well, I don't know. but um, So anyway, all we know is that um, the Border Patrol agents, and by the way, the, uh, the uh, horse aspect of Border Patrol is done, gone, finished. They can't use horses anymore. That was a very valuable tool for our Border Patrol agents, but because it didn't look good, the horses are gone. Uh, will that hurt Border Patrol agents in trying to handle the crisis of the border? Uh-huh, yeah. It would help, but the president thinks it looks bad, and people like Maxine Waters thinks it looks bad. So so anyway, that's uh, that's breaking news. 511-page report, quote, No evidence, I'm quoting, no evidence that Border Patrol agents involved in this incident struck intentionally or otherwise any migrant with their reins. Yep, none. Hmm. It's going to be fascinating to see how the press handles this. Yeah, watch for it. 